Welcome into the Bunnings Trade Rugby Run. Mark Watson, Steve Devine, we are with you through to 2 o'clock this afternoon. I then continue between 2 and 4. We'll look at the Warriors dropping that last regular season game. We'll do that after 2. I don't think there's too much panic in the camp. Telephone numbers 0800 150 811. You can text us here on the Temper Bedpost text machine on 8833. And now joining us in a very good afternoon, very uh, happy Father's Day to former All Black Steve Devine. Steve, afternoon. Yeah, g'day. Mark, how are you? Happy Father's Day as well, and to everyone at home. Yeah, no, look, it's always a nice day. I've got my young son in today watching here in studio. He wanted to meet another All Black. He says, Dad, you just seem to know All Blacks. I said, well, no, I don't, but I do probably know a few more than other people because of the nature of this job. Uh, Steve, look, I played those highlights there of Auckland Manawatu. Congratulations to Manawatu. First victory over Auckland, I think, since 1981. Remarkable time for them. Uh, but I, I do have to ask the question... What the hell is going on with Auckland rugby? How does Auckland, with its secondary school competition, its club competition, have played five games, won three, and lost two? I mean, we should be all over this competition, super rugby players or not, all blacks or not. What is going on with Auckland rugby? Why are we just a minnow? Yes, there's North Harbour. Yes, there is counties. So Auckland itself, I guess the greatest city, is divided into three. But even so, that is just not good enough. Yeah, like it, it was, it's been a tough week. I've had uh, many a phone call from many a people. Um, yeah, there's probably a lot of things at play with the club rugby and, and, and lots of teams and lots of people playing and then they get together late from Super Rugby and they're not sure of the team because of All Blacks. So, you know, they, they don't really get together late uh, to quite late in the piece with Auckland and have a couple of weeks training before the first game. So they, they don't get a lot of time together where the, you know, the, the regional teams, the Manawatus and the Northlands and their, squ- their squads are pretty set pretty early in the year. So they do spend a lot more time together. Um, and not as many players filtering back from Super Rugby, so they're, they're a little bit more settled and they've spent some, a little bit more time together. That, that does help, but in saying that, you know, Auckland had a fair few All Blacks on the field on the weekend that should have made a difference that didn't quite. Are we starting to see the effects, though, of this slow erosion of senior club rugby here in Auckland? More clubs amalgamating, there's a big gap between the haves and the have-nots. You've only got to see the points between the top clubs and the lower clubs when it comes to the Gallagher Shield every season. You know, there are often Ponsonby's and the universities out there winning, often beating teams like Waitamata and stuff by 70-odd points. Uh, College Rifles, one of the great clubs of yesteryear, not quite the great club it once was. Yeah, the club rugby scene is pretty hard. I, th- I think we need to have a, a good hard look at the club rugby scene, particularly in Auckland. I know it's it's going, you know, it's pretty strong in other cities around the country. But yeah, in Auckland, there's there's a, there's a feel for you know making sure it you know gets possibly a little bit more airtime on TV and um, even like a club competition where the the best from Auckland play the best from Hamilton and Christchurch and Wellington and those sorts of things are are being talked about. So. You know, all, all, all things like that would help the club scene. But, you know, at the end of the day, the, what we really need uh, from rugby in this country is participa- participation. We need kids to play at school. Mm. We need kids to leave school and continue to play. And I don't I don't think we've quite got that at the moment. Mm. We, we, there's mm. a pretty big gap between kids leaving school and playing club rugby. Uh, OK, look, I, I do want to celebrate the, the entertaining rugby that is on the MPC that maybe people aren't aware of because for some reason they've just 
lost engagement with it. But before I do do that, I want to address just one of the other issues. Um, look, we, we can point the finger all we want at New Zealand rugby in terms of the so-called um, erosion of NPC and the lack of resource they put at it or just the lack of time they've actually given it. All said and that done, we're not, we don't have crowds turning up, but we've still got the likes of Auckland and stuff playing in the big stadiums, playing at Eden Park. I mean, it costs a fortune to open Eden Park. Nobody's turning up. I just think now it's surely it's got to be more fiscally responsible of Auckland Rugby Union to start taking Auckland and just playing them at top quality club grounds where people can walk up and they're not having to pay exorbitant fees for hiring Eden Park out. Yeah, I think I think they are looking at that, but I think then, then they also need to find, because um, you have sponsors to look after, right? So the sponsors uh, pay for the season, so they deserve to be watching footy and they des- probably deserve to be in a lounge and, and being looked after. So you've got to find a field that has some sort of corporate hospitality where sponsors can be looked after. And and that's pretty difficult in Auckland. There's I know they're yeah, they're looking pretty hard at it, but there's not a there's just not a lot of options. Um a field, sand based field with lights, with um with a with a grandstand and a bit of bit of hospo. So it's 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 not as easy as it sounds as just moving it away from Eden Park because there's not a lot of a lot of other options. No, I, I mean I do look at Douglas Field there in Waitakere where they do it with the All Blacks often train. They've got the running track around the outside, but it does have hospitality facilities. And you make a good point. But you know, I think we just need to start moving in that direction oh. at some point. We can't have you know can't have North Harbour playing at North Harbour Stadium. I, I, I'm just not sure Otago playing at their stadium is in the best interests of club rugby in uh, the Dunedin Otago region. And my point being, there's a thing in economics called opportunity cost. Well, where else could we spend that money? And we've talked about the lack of facilities for a lot of the clubs and the lack of the resources. And I just think it could be better spent. Oh, 100%. I, like, I I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I 100%, you know, having, you know, a thousand people turn up to watch um, a game of footy at Eden Park is, is yeah, it's over the top and sorely it can't be sustainable going forward uh, and just in terms of sheer cost of uh, holding a, a, max, a match there. So, yeah, I, I know all sorts of things have been looked at and something needs to be come up with. I mean, if Auckland had a little 5,000 seat, um, stadium with um, that league and and you know some of the bigger club mm. games for league and rugby and soccer it'd <laughs> probably be ideal right but, but like what Carlaw Park was years ago yeah yeah just imagine um, so you know Auckland's missing um, something to to like a facility that is not Eden Park uh, or Mount Smart you know just a, a little a field that's sand based with some lights and a bit of hospitality would just be ideal but yeah a little bit more boutique and I think even because it becomes a bit more boutique ironically I actually think it might actually possibly be a reason why people do go yeah well, it's got, and it's got to be close to the services right it's got to be close to town it's got to be easy like Carlo Park would have been it would have been it would have been heaven really right on the bottom of town and um, just walk out of the stadiums in the CBD or you know, file in after work on a Friday Arvo, just it would have been ideal. But, you know, that's that's ideal and we're not going to get that and we won't have that for a long time. So we've got to sort of work around and maybe look to spend a bit of money at a club field and put a little grandstand in. I just want to put that question out for MPC and maybe rugby people in the bigger cities, whether it be in Hamilton and those that do, I guess, have those uh, more expensive stadiums. Uh, would you be comfortable as an MPC follow and watcher to go to a smaller, lesser ground, knowing that it's going to cost the union less and therefore allow the union maybe to be a little bit more financially viable. 0800 
150811. You can text us here on 8833. That's the first point. Now, Steve, let's just look, though, at the quality of the rugby. Yeah. I came in here today. You're watching the highlights of Northland Hawks Bay. Uh, remarkable victory for Northland again, 44 points to 21. But the rugby was entertaining. You've only got to look at the drama yesterday between Canterbury and Taranaki. Canterbury squeezing that one, 29-28. Harbour up over Waikato. It's so unpredictable, but it's good, open, running rugby. It's a good product, isn't it? Yeah, I think we find we find uh, the difference, well, I find personally the difference between NPC and Super Rugby is that uh, NPC is New Zealand's brand of rugby. All teams are trying to play rugby, throw the ball around and... You know, the, 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 yes, they're rolling mores and, and those sorts of things, but generally it's an open uh, running, uh, more type of running game, which I which I enjoy to watch. Where Super Rugby, we play against the Aussies. It's that it's that especially the Brumbies and the better teams. It's that hardened UK style, where it's a lot of kicking, a lot of rolling mores, a lot of penalty advantages, and it's it's still got to be entertaining, yeah, doesn't it? And, and you and can say defence is a little bit light at times, and it can be a little bit like touch. But we as a fan want to see open running rugby. We want to see the ball go through ten sets of hands. We want to see the Christian Cullen like yep. tries, don't we? Yes, and the purists at time in a tough game don't mind the rolling more. Yep. Don't mind the players short to the line, two, three off, bang, score under the post. Yeah, but if you want to watch some enjoy enjoyment and and some running rugby. Then NPC is what you need to be watching. And there's some really good competitions. Like Auckland got knocked over. Uh, the Tanifar put 40 points on uh, Hawks Bay, who, who are in the top four. You know, it's, it's, there's some really good rugby. Yeah, and congratulations to Wellington, only unbeaten team so far. And that's the thing I do like. I've got to say, it. yes, it hurts me when I see the might of Auckland crumbling to the likes of Manawatu, and maybe I'm being a bit disrespectful to Manawatu. But one of the things I love about the NRL is the unpredictability week in, week out. And we're starting to now see that in the NPC. So look, before we go to Graham, before we go to our callers, I just want to ask you this. Could you see, Steve, us scrapping Super Rugby and with some innovation, with the right people around the table, somehow making NPC again the premium product? Yeah, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. And then and then like maybe the winners of NPC take on you know, it, it adds. Well, there could be room still for Queensland, New South Wales. Well, that's what I mean. Like, some innovation. Like, the, the, there's always been a thought which I've liked was whoever the top five NPC teams are then your super teams for the following year. So your team can go right through to play Super Rugby, which which I thought would be pretty cool. But obviously, logistically, it's pretty hard because mm. the New Zealand Rugby Union have contracted players all over the show and possibly not even playing Super Rugby. But. But yeah, I mean, if we just file it back and just have a national competition with our All Blacks playing in a national competition, I'm sure, I'm 100% sure you'd see bums on seats. Yeah, look, I, I, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I, I'm 100% with this too, but you've got to have the best players playing. You've got to be innovative when you do it. You move the season again to March. Uh, you run it during that particular window. If it does work in with the international window. What I just love is, I mean, you even go look at your wire wrapper bushes. You've got the Thames Valley Swamp Foxes, whether they're second division or not. But every one of the unions has just got such a great history and tradition and and I think it's a big part of what makes say English Premier League football work so well I think it's a big part of what makes the AFL in Australia work well it is the nostalgia it is the history and that is something that you cannot manufacture that is something Super Rugby doesn't have yeah yeah Yep, I, I, I 100%. Like Super Rugby hasn't, it was massive when it started, but you know, anything was going to be massive when it started. And it just took, basically all Super Rugby did was took our All Blacks out of NPC Rugby. Um, in the first few years they were doubling up and and now they're not. And, you know, as soon as you can turn up to 
uh, counties out at the counties park and watch some All Blacks take on All Blacks, you're going to get you're going to get people there to watch it. And you know, we sadly because the All Blacks don't play a lot of NPC now, they we just don't get to see that. Right, Andy's texting um, on the temper bed post text machine double eight double three regarding going to smaller grounds. He says, "Yes, I would. Cricket has done it here with Hagley Oval, and that's a great ground. I massively regret not going out to Rangiora yesterday with my daughter. It would have been the first game of footy." Well, the only thing I can see in Auckland to happening, right, to getting rugby in a smaller ground is get rid of cricket off number two at Eden Park and make it a rugby field and you've got you've got facilities and to, to, to do it out the back. Well, but, spend the money at Western Springs. Yeah, you know, something's got to be done. But to have a like the, probably the worst cricket field in the country, which is Eden Park because it's so small, and then having even a worse domestic cricket field out the back, which is – ridiculously like every third shots on the on the on the main road or in the service station across the street like it's just ridiculous to keep cricket there it makes no sense Oh eight hundred one five zero eight double one. you're listening to the Bunnings Trade Rugby Run Mark Watson former All Black Steve Devine hi Graham oh g'day boys how are you guys yeah good thank you yeah you know I was out at uh, Main Power Oval yesterday the Canterbury Taranaki game yeah it was, it was absolutely fantastic yeah I mean you just felt like you're in the midst of a bit of grassroots rugby, you know, even though it was still Canterbury Taranaki, and it was just, I don't know, it was just that community feel, and, and the, the size of the ground, everything you said at the start of the show, Mark, um, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, it's just, and I, you know, in 2011, when, after the earthquakes, we played at Rugby Park, where the Canterbury and the Crusaders train, and and that was great too, I mean, they couldn't ca- carry on there, but... Um, because of Super Rugby, and the, you know they'd moved to Eddington by then to whatever name it's called now, Apollo Project Stadium. But um, that yeah, it's uh, but it was just great. It was just you know it was a cliffhanger of a game as most of these games have been actually. There was a couple of blowouts at the beginning of the season, uh, but yeah, Lamanoa too, and 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 then the Tony Far and all that have done some you know wonderful things. But yeah, I was pleased with. Yeah, yeah, young Alex Hartford did well at first five. He hopefully gets in the Crusaders this year. Um, played well last year too, so back up the other two, Fergus Burke and um, Tara Kamara from Waikato. But yeah, no, it was a good game. And, you know, it was just, it was just you know, you, so many people you knew and talked to the players afterwards, which they do anyway here. But, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I think it's 100%. That's the way to go with the NPC. Mate, I know I, it's harder in Auckland, but yeah. there must be somewhere where they can do it. Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Graham. is the fact that we need to, we so, need to take sorry, it back sorry. local. So are you okay? You're yeah, agreeing I know. with Graham. You're I, agreeing no, with Graham. I, I often agree with him sometimes. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, but we often don't agree as well. <laughs> uh, no, we, have to, we have to take it back local. We've lost – I just think it's not just rugby in this country. I think it's New Zealand um, right now. We've just lost our community feel a little bit, and we've – We've just gone away from the community, the small community, um, and keep it local and keep it community. And I just think rugby's rugby's a, a great thing in this country that can help bring that back together. And yeah, I, I, I do think we've got to get people back into the habit of watching this. It's got to become the default seating again. And I think you've got to take it back to this level. I don't think by putting it in the stadiums and just putting a whole lot of marketing around it's going to work. People need to feel up close. They need to feel like, you know, that they're. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, they've got just a bit more of an emotional connection. Look, in a perfect world, Graham, I'd love to see our teams play in the big stadiums. But again, just from a financial point of view, um, yeah. I, I just, you know, I, I remember talking, I remember going and doing, I think it was the Auckland Rugby Awards prize giving back in about 2008, 2009 when I was working on Radio Sport, I emceed that. And I was talking to the guy at the time who was head of finance, and we were posting Canterbury that weekend, and he said, look, we, we want Canterbury to Eden Park this 
for the semi-final because we think we'll give ourselves the best chance of winning. But it's going to cost the union $100,000 to do it. And oh, that's mate, what you've got yeah. to weigh up. And you go, well, OK, we won. But then you go, 100000 You know, Steve will tell us here, say, Ponsonby is an example, training at uh, West End Rugby Ground or whatever. You know, he's got kids and he's scared they're going to drown in the puddles because the water doesn't clear and the, and the lights at the club, you know, are just not quite bright enough. Now, that's just one club. That's everywhere. And that's where I think money is better spent. Oh, absolutely, yeah, and it's great for Steve to agree with me for once. So, that is really, I feel really, you know, honoured actually, Steve. But uh, yeah, no, uh, but um, no, no, that's true. And you know, I think there must be somewhere. You know, you guys have got lots of grounds, but I also know that every part of New Zealand has peculiarity oh. problems as far as access to grounds and that. Uh, Canterbury's probably lucky like that with a sort of well, rural yeah. hinterland. No, no, North Harbour should go back to anywhere. I was there at, I was yeah, there for I the agree. Battle of Bridge in 95, was it? 94? 94, yeah, I was there. Um, I know, I, I can tell you why, but I won't tell you why on the radio. I always remember, yeah. that, I always remember that particular game. You know, I don't think North Harbour, uh, I, I know how expensive it was just for the Tuatara baseball team to be in there just for a game just open up with minimal security and everything else. And I just go, yeah, it's all very well if you're filling up the stadiums and people are coming through and paying for those costs, but they're not. Hey, look, Graham, lovely and well done against Taranaki yesterday. I was so hoping you would lose. I know you did, and I know you said that. I love Taranaki. My mum's from Taranaki. I know. I I remember you saying that when you are on Radio Sports, so that's a fair enough affiliation, but you'd back them anyway. It's Canterbury, and I understand. No, 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 of course I wouldn't. I actually tipped Canterbury, Graham, if that helps. Oh, that's even getting yeah. better, Steve. Yeah, yeah. imagine that, eh? should give you more, more hours on. Yeah. on I, I, had, I had been drinking, but... <laughs> this time next year, maybe he'll have a James Kerr tattoo on his shoulder. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, Graham. Good as man. always.